From The Advocate magazine, I'm Jeffrey Masters, and this is LGBTQ&A. Today's episode is recording from our most recent live show that we did in New Orleans. We did another big queer pod fest, so Food for Thought was there, Ira Madison from the podcast Keep It was there, and our special guest was Jake Shears from The Scissor Sisters. You'll hear us play some games. I interviewed Jake about his new album. He tells a fairly salacious story about a car crash turned hookup. It's super fun. And before we get to it, I want to say that this fall, as we know, it is critical that we vote. And that is what GLAAD's Amp Your Voice campaign is all about. They're making it easier than ever to access the tools you need to vote and to speak out on the issues that matter. To learn more and take the pledge to vote, go to glad.org amp your voice. All right, without further ado, here's the show. Welcome to Big Queer Podcast. This is uh, a live talk variety show combining all of your favorite queer podcasts. Yes, together in one place. It's historic. It's like it's it's like the crossover event of the century, one could say. Or Stonewall. Or it's, it's historic. It's like Stonewall. Stonewall. Yeah. Um, I would say I, you know as far as like crossovers go, it's about it's, it's like it's like the episode uh, that of Scandal that was crossed over with How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. Yes. But it's yes. it's not as gay. So yes, yeah. Um, yes. So I'm Fran. Uh, I'm the co-creator, uh, co-host of Big Queer Podfest, and co-host of Food for Thought. Uh, some thoughts in the house. Uh, I'm a writer. I'm an editor. And after much consideration last night, I've decided that I am a Miranda. I have I have come I've come to this conclusion. It's a long dialogue. Great, great. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm proud of me. Um, awesome. And I'm Jeffrey Masters. I am the other co-creator. I host the podcast LGBTQ&A. And uh, I like to think of myself probably in my head as a Miranda, but I'm really probably Andy Cohen in that shoe scene. You know, that oh one cameo? You know, probably. <laughs> That's very good. Okay, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I feel great. it. Great. Um, so, so what? Dark. It is very dark. Um, sorry to bring Andy Cohen's name into this space. I didn't mean to bring that that energy. Um, but uh, so um, let's let's bring our, our cast of guests out onto the, yeah. out onto the stage. Yes, they're good. Um, so we have an exciting little menu of things uh, for y'all today. But first off, we have my co-host and my sister on Food for Thought. They're a non-binary writer, all around babe, lapsed. Figure skater. Uh, and their milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Please welcome Dennis Norris the second. All of your attention. Yes. Look at these heels. Look at those heels. Clap for the heels. And our next guest is your favorite writer. If he's writing TV, think pieces, or Twitter, we love him. He's also the co-host of the podcast, Keep It, Ira Madison III. Dennis Norris the second and Ira Madison the third, like y'all are extra. That is like so Bitch, much. Bitch, we not extra. We just black. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same thing, actually. And finally, we have an extra special guest thought this evening. He's the singer and songwriter, and uh, you know, staple to New Orleans, basically. <laughs> um, best known as the front man from the Scissor Sisters, but more importantly, his debut self-titled a- solo album, which is truly so good, like some certified queer bops on that album. Um, and also the author and memoir of Simon and Schuster's "Boys Keep Swimming." Sw- uh, sorry, "Boys Keep Swinging." Swinging. swinging. Oh my God. He's a, a swinger. So swinging. Far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just kidding. Which is truly scandalous, like clutch, pearl-clutchingly scandalous. Uh, let's have a kiki. <laughs> this is Jake, Jake Shears. Shears. The first, the first. By the way, um, my Sex in the City character oh. is Lexi Featherston. Oh, yeah. I fell out the window. Truly. Oh, my God. New York is so boring. New New York's not fun anymore. (laughs) That's really you. And then you moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. There you go. I have no idea what that means. 
Oh my god! Did you Dude, watch Sex in the City? Like years ago, maybe. It's the most important scene. You remember Tristan Johnson show. falling out the window? I was gonna oh. say Busy Phelps. I'm embarrassed. Johnson. Wow. Um. So last night, uh, <laughs> last night Dennis and I we explored up Bourbon Street and um, immediately befriended a black bachelorette party and gave them directions to a bathroom, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, means we are legally citizens of New Orleans now. Yeah. Like I think yeah, yeah. that means we've like been inducted into but like they were amazing. They were they were so much fun. We had a great time. I only wished that I had stolen the bride's tiara mm. because I don't like it when people are wearing tiaras and it's not me. Mm-hmm. But no, we had an amazing time. We Fran and I we like bonded. We were girlfriends last night. It was super fun. And they could not believe that my nails were real. And I was offended. I was yeah. like, of course they're real, like biotin. Like like, she doesn't do anything. Skin, hair, and nails. She doesn't do anything halfway. Yeah. Mm-mm. Never. Did you have fun last night? Jake? I did. Yeah? What did you do? I had sex for the first time in four months. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Whoa! Wow. Okay, wait, wait. That is quite the... Walk us through this. It's been a dry season, I gotta say. <laughs> it's been a, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. I've... Are you going to see him again? Yeah, he's super cute. Wow. Is he he's great? Is he here right now? I hope not. I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> um, your shirt says, I love sure, my boyfriends, yeah. and you added an S. Is yeah. that true? Okay. Multiple. You, oh, my God. You added, yeah. Oh. I added an S to the end of it. It's uh, important. I thought you were really just repping a boyfriend when we were at the bar, and I was like, oh, this is cute. Um, it's, my, so, it's my decadence shirt. I wear it every we decadence. Love monogamy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then when he was talking about, oh, I slept with like this, you know, slept with someone <laughs> last night, first time in four months. I was like, what is going on with this boyfriend? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I am glad to know. It's not that kind of a dry spell. The history of this shirt. Yeah, this, I just wear it every decadence. And uh, yeah, I was here last year, last decadence. I did actually have a boyfriend. Oh, uh, so that makes uh, sense. Was, but not multiple. No, no, no. I was with one guy for about a year. Oh. And yeah, memories, memories. memories. That's kind of why I haven't slept with anybody for yeah. four months because okay, I was fair. a little heartbroken for a well, while. Well, we're glad to have you back. Thanks. Glad glad to have have you have back. To be Clap back. for Jake's sex life. I'm going to have sex again, maybe tonight. <laughs> Bone <laughs> up. Listen. Bone up. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Bone up a tea. We're going to start off the show. <laughs> Uh, we're going to start off with a, a little game, a fun little o- opening segment that Food for Thought likes to do. Um, it's uh, The opening segment of our show is always called an amuse-bouche. It kind of like, you know, it's like to wet your palates, you know? Um, I mean, we, we always want to make sure that you guys are as wet as we always are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Certainly me. Exactly. Fran might dry up a little now and then. Uh, do you know? Who now doesn't? and then. But... Uh, to amuse your bushes today, we are going to play a game called Swipe Right, Swipe Left. Uh, it's fairly simple. If you're familiar with a game, I'm, I'm going to list some cultural forms, some things in pop culture, and we are either going to swipe left or swipe right on them, or we'll deliberate and maybe argue. Um, some are easy, some are hard hitters. Um, yeah, so let's, let's start with an easy one. Swipe right, swipe left. Wait, do you have a question, Chase? Is left when you like it? Oh my oh. God! Hey. All right, all right. Wow. I thought it was self-explanatory. He's but. famous. Wow. It's okay. <laughs> you don't use Jake, dating apps. I've app. gone. I was, on, I was on Tinder for a while, but it just didn't work. It didn't well, work. Well, that's because you were swiping the wrong way. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that explains the four months. So, oh. anyone who's never used uh, d- Tinder, um, swiping left is the bad one. Swiping left is the bad one. Is the one where you're like, okay, I, I, I can do without this. Okay. And swiping right is like, yes, I'm bored and right. okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Got it. Got it. <laughs> so, swipe right, swipe left, Ariana Grande's new album, Sweetener. I'm going to super like. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Super like uh, it. Listen, right. I see my people in here who love Sweetener, and if you don't like Sweetener, fuck you. <laughs> it's a good album. Pharrell is doing his thing, which he has done for decades, uh, and still looks fine doing it. It is a sexy R&B album. It has bops for days, and like, who cares if she's singing to Pete Davidson? Like, Mad- Madonna sang songs to Guy Ritchie. Britney, Britney sang songs about Kevin Federline. You can get over it. Uh, when, I, when, is... Pete, when Pete Davidson is gone. 
from like <laughs> the national memory. You will not remember that the song is about him. You'll be like, who is Pete Davidson? Oh, this must be like, I don't know, a euphemism for sex. <laughs> um, Pete Davidson is actually my favorite thing about Ariana Grande. Whoa. Um, strong words. Strong stances. Sorry, but it's true. I, okay, I haven't listened to the album yet, but... Trash. <laughs> That's Just very as I you. Trash. Um, but I'm going to swipe right because... Sounds like something you would do. Yeah. Just I don't know what this is, but swipe right. Swipe right. I'd fuck it. I'll like it. Yeah. Have you listened to it yet, Jake? I, I have to say that I, I have. No. Oh, <laughs> my. Wow. It's okay. We'll have a listening party. Missy Join us El- after Missy for Ariana Elliot's Grande's Wait, is Missy Elliott on it? See, that Miss, gets me Missy excited. Missy Elliott is on it. That gets me excited. Harriet Tubman herself. Nicki Minaj is on it. <laughs> <laughs> um... It sounds like a wicked record. Like everything I've read yeah. about it, it sounds really good. All right, all right, all right. A maybe perhaps less polarizing topic. Swipe right, swipe left. Waffle fries. Oh, swipe right. Swipe right, right? Right. I'm swiping right. Yes. Yeah. Waffle? Yes. Yeah. Waffle? Waffle? Yes. Waffle. yes. Okay, great. Yeah. I yeah. thought we were going to have some like anti-waffle fries people here, but you know. Don't this Chick-fil-A is, make waffle Trump's fries? America, kind of? after all. Chick-fil-A makes waffle fries. Yeah. The Chick-fil-A well, waffle fries. They heard they're good. Them. No, they didn't invent them. I know. <laughs> they're tasty. Yeah. Um, keeping your socks on during sex. <laughs> Jake Absolutely. Was, Jake just lit up. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> I'm going to keep your underwear on during sex. Oh. Like, that's my, that's my Take it thing. to the next just, level. Yeah, but absolutely <laughs> keep your socks on. Yeah. I think that's hot. Um, I will never keep my socks on during sex. But if I'm having sex with you and you keep your socks on, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So is that a swipe right? uh, It's like a, I don't know. It's like you you look at it and then you put your phone down and forget about it. And then the app reloads and then they go away. Yeah. 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 That's fine. App is updating. (laughs) I'm swiping left. It would just distract me. And like, I wouldn't get my mind off anything else. I think it would be like that too. Though it is very porny, which I like. No. (laughs) No. I don't watch porn with socks. Uh. <laughs> I don't oh. have time for it. I do. I came here to watch men having sex, not an ad for Calvin Klein. <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, designed these shoes? Designed these socks. Oh. But I'm not having sex right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Strong, you can't take that back, Ira. This is a live recording. Okay. Um, so, Circuit Queens and Mykonos. Have you guys seen the? <laughs> have you seen oh, all the, the gays on vacation in Mykonos? Swipe with right the brawl on, that just happened. Yeah, yes. there's a brawl. That just yes. happened. I want to swipe right on that. Yes, swipe Which, right on the brawl. On the brawl to Never it. Enough from Same. Greatest Showman. That's the song <laughs> that was playing when they were fighting. But gays in Mykonos in general, I don't know. Swipe it, left. It's it's. I mean, it could not have been a gayer street fight. Um, but my favorite thing about that is that the fact that it made news because people were like, oh, the gays are such a peaceful people. Like, <laughs> like we don't ever fight. I, like, wow. have you seen, I was like, have you seen RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> <laughs> um, swipe. So swipe right. Have you seen Taylor Swift fans on Twitter? Ciao. <laughs> the fights. Listen, you right. You right. Fine. They are rude. Have you ever been to Mykonos, Jake? <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> 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 <Pop? laughs> So yeah, we were having a side combo. It was like I was 21 and backpacking. And I ran out of money. Oh, cute! And like my ATM went dry, so I was just like hanging out there for like a while. So and, swiping, are we swiping right or left? I liked it the time, but I, you know, I just went back in June just for I was on the island for a day, and it's changed so much. I don't know. I just first of all, I don't like people fighting, so I like you know brawling. Yeah. So I'm going to no just fighting. say that's not. That's well, not it wasn't cool. about the fight. It's just gays and Mykonos in general. Gays and Mykonos in general is, gr- I mean, sure, Swipe. great. Did you awesome. find yeah. three men there who may be the father of your child? Three, three. You mean when I was when I was there when I was when I was uh when I, when I was younger? Yeah, in Mykonos. There was yeah, there was a, there was a, a, a bunch of them. Okay, some, bunch cool. of them. some daddies. <laughs> a bunch of them who might great. actually be daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Did Cher come through on a helicopter? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Swipe right, swipe left. Tiffany Trump and Lindsay Lohan in Mykonos. (laughs) They were hanging out. 
They were just like, they were having a good well, time. Well, swipe right. Who is booing Tiffany Trump? <laughs> <laughs> first we of have all, a Tiffany she's Trump the fan. smart one. She's first the smart all, one. First of all, her hit single. Fly I'm like, like a, bird a bird is I mean Mariah's fly like a bird is shook um, second like she's gonna be the one to bring it all down just wait just wait for Tiffany to come through she, this was, is pro- the she, was, she was probably about to do something and she was like oh you know what Mariah, I'm gonna let you do your thing mm-hmm. but I've got the real tapes. Yeah. My shock is not to the fact that you're standing for Tiffany Trump. It's that I did not know Tiffany Trump had a single, and I'm mad at myself for not Same. knowing. It's a bop! <laughs> it's a bop! She should do a joint album with Lindsay, who also has bops. She does. <laughs> Daughter Listen. to father. How could you not like Lindsay? <laughs> she Snapchatted this weekend. R.I.P. John McCain. Feel better. <laughs> <laughs> So you're swiping. I, I spent some time trying to decide. I was like, there's so many options with this tweet. Is it feel better to John McCain? Is it feel better Cindy or Megan? I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm swiping right on all of this solely because one of my favorite songs on the planet is Lindsay Lohan's Rumors. Rumors. Yes. yes. A yes. video. Listen, so good. So good. Wait, what do people shout about Lindsay? <laughs> um, swipe right, swipe left. S- straight people using the word partner to describe no. that. You're not for swipe it. Left. No. I'm not no. for it. No. Get out of here. Yeah. I prefer straight people use it. Why do we still use partner? <laughs> I also Just ask say who that they question. are. I also ask. That Is this question. your man? Don't say partner. <laughs> it's very confusing. I'm like, wait, business partner, legal part, like, what kind of partner are we talking? Yeah. I think if you've been in a relationship, I was calling my my guy partner, like, and that was after like ten years. I, I it just kind of summed it up. I mean, you end up building a life together, and it's sort of just I don't say know, lover. Like the most, but what if you're, what, you know, you're, it's kind of maybe not. No, you're not loving that hard anymore after yeah. ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Mostly platonic, sometimes sexual roommate. Oh. Like, uh, I don't yeah. Know. My, I, I like the term I my insignificant other. <laughs> that always works for me. Lover, that, lover, just like it feels temporary. Lover feels temporary. It does. Yeah. It, it does yeah. Yeah. All it life does. is temporary. True, <laughs> true, 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 true. Life is short. I'm not um, mad at that. What about um, ghosting? Swipe right, swipe left. Mm. <laughs> Swipe left. You're swiping left. Like, if you're a grown-ass person, just say what you feel. Like, we'll be fine. I used to love ghosting. I was a world-class ghoster. And then I got ghosted by a guy I actually liked, and that shit fucked me up for months. There we go. And I was like, I'm never doing it. I will never do that again. Like, I don't ghost. The clown came back to bite. Listen, (laughs) I got my comeuppance. Yeah. He was so cute. What about you, Jeffrey? I don't ghost. However, I can see the appeal, and people do it to me, and I'm pissed, and I'm naming names. No, I can see like why you'd want to do that, because when I tell somebody, hey, listen, I had really fun last night. Uh, I don't feel that much chemistry, but like would love to be friends. The friends force lie. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I would love to be friends, and I get a cool back, mm. or like a wow, no worries. Like, mm. they don't want, that doesn't feel good to them, even though you're being honest and not leading them on. So I think maybe they would prefer to be ghosted so they don't have to feel with that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Mm. I feel like if you prefer to be ghosted, you have some maturing you need to do. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's, uh, it's strange to me. I went on a date with this farm boy in Kentucky. Uh, I'm here for it. Uh, already engaged. <laughs> yes. The whole audience is. Like, I've, I've already got the porn up. in my head. Like, like it's. It sounds like a Big Brother contestant. He was like, you know, he was, he was like, <laughs> he was 21 years old and just the cutest. He was so cute, and we had such a fun day. We had a great time. Uh, we we're making out all day. It was really sexy, and then we went and saw Martin Scorsese's Silence, which oh I don't know God. if anyone has seen this movie, but it is the vilest piece of shit. It is the worst movie. It's trash. You're watching people just being tortured for three hours. We should have gotten up and left. It was awful. He never called me again. Oh, wow. I mean, he just, he just, yeah, he just disappeared. Like, 
it was that movie that I think was so. It, we were just traumatized. In the community, we call that a boner stomp. It was a boner <laughs> stomp. I hope he's listening to this podcast. No boning <laughs> up after that one. I. That's why I only take my men to the films of Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The great equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, swipe right, swipe left, boxer shorts. Boxer briefs, yes. Yes. No, bo- no we're talking about she boxer shorts. shorts. She said shorts. Like no. the Hanes, like checker pattern, like box. I think it's hot. I won't wear them, but it's hot. Yeah. They look okay. good on straight men in rom-coms. Like under yeah. 18. Exactly. I, it's yeah. a high school thing. Yes, right? Yeah, I yeah. think it's sexy. But you can't wear them. They're like, they're uncomfortable. I, I'll, I'll definitely, this is my, my relationship with boxer shorts began when I went to this all boys private school and I realized that if I wanted to pretend to be straight, I needed to wear boxers. So I, ha- I like actually really hate them, um, but I do love them on the men I sleep with. They're hot, yeah. They are kind of sexy. It's true. I want photos of you wearing boxers. <laughs> I feel like it was like left um, eye in TLC. <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you find those for you. Your eye too? <laughs> I think, I feel yes. like there's like a, a toxic yes. masculinity thing attached to boxers because, like, mm-hmm. you know how, like, in like high school, like we graduated from like boxer shorts to like boxer briefs because you're like an adult now and you wear briefs. The guys who like held onto boxer shorts were like, no, I need all that room for my giant dick. You know, like, and nothing like I feel like that's it. a thing. Yeah, they're like, no. oh no, it's too like. It's like on my dick. Like they have like a vile. No. Anyways. Because I need them to wear pants that fit. I'll get so. off my pedestal now. Um, swipe right, swipe left. <laughs> this one's Dennis's. Stormy Daniels attorney, Michael Avenatti. <laughs> I think he's really hot. <laughs> have you seen those piercing blue eyes? I met him. And he's oh, Yes. I need to sto- listen. Well, they had Stormy Daniels Day in LA for some reason. <laughs> of course they did. Um, and he was there. He's you swipe right on him. Yes. Yeah, swipe him. left on him running for president? Correct. No. Is he yes. running for president? Yes. No. Yes. Wait, is he's he act- thinking is it about official? it. Yeah, the only person I'm voting for is Omarosa Manigault. <laughs> <laughs> List Omarosa 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I am not mad at that bitch. But yeah, swipe, I'm swiping right on Michael Avenatti. Hot. Hot. Delicious. He looks good in a suit. <laughs> I'm with like, that bald head. Yeah, yeah thank you. I right. really love bald-headed older men. Looking I like, do. Looking like yeah. somebody's bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah my that's, favorite movie. That is your type. Truly, just like just that. You want to? You want to like run just, off a plane? Listen. To and right into his arms. Yeah. And pop my pussy. Yes, I do. Yes. I'm ready. Yeah. You love gross men like every yes. <laughs> yes. Every, you do you I love do. it I, every man like any man that just looks like like a just a straight guy at an airport just like fully like a stained shirt like reading his ebook you know when yeah. I was a little non-binary femme my favorite thing to do was to go to the airport and wait for my dad to come back from business trips because I loved seeing attractive men walking around in the airport. That was like a thing for me. <laughs> I kid you not. That's amazing. Can't That's why that. we have to go through TSA now. <laughs> yes. It's actually, it's your it's fault. actually me. It's your fault. It's sorry. You are the soul. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> Okay, I think we're good. That's a great place to stop. Uh, thank you. Um, so next up, uh, Den- uh, Jeffrey's going to leave us. Okay. Jeffrey, Jeffrey needs to go. Um, you know, take a moment. She needs. Have you ever seen that that video of Mariah Carey needs a moment, where she's like, "I need a moment. I need a." Mo-. Anyways, um. We're going to do our impure thought segment. Uh, an impure thought, if you have never heard, is an amazing segment we do on Food for Thought where we're in our, our, our hoe of honor shares a delicious, delectable, ridiculous, rambunctious, ineffable, incredible, slutty sex story uh, in front of a live audience. Um, yeah. And this... To, yeah? Well, so this time we have special guest thought, Jake... Yeah, he's gonna share something amazing. We're so excited to hear it. We can't wait. Take us on on. a journey. Take us on a journey. I can't believe. I I really can't. I I I heard you know that I was gonna be doing this, and I was like, God, what would? And I was like, Oh, that. (laughs) 
Um, so, all right, I'm super hungover. I've been like whooping it up for two days. So just pardon if I stutter. Uh, just you we're know. here with it. It's we're allowed. We're at brunch. We're at brunch. Yeah. You know, we're all hungover. It always gets a little messy. It's fine. I when I moved to LA, I had this kind of a weird midlife crisis kind of thing, and I got a Jaguar XKR. Naturally, uh, this As- just like this fuck off, like like just stupid car that like it, you know the, the dumb people drive like what it did it had no like i didn't belong in this car but i drove <laughs> it for like four years it was just it was seriously like uh just a how would you describe it like it's a bon it's truly it, bonafide midlife crises move it's complete Hashtag like, relatable content who among us has not bought a jaguar in a time of crisis <laughs> It was just dumb. And people would be like, why do you have this car? It's so stupid. I legit didn't know that they still made them. They just stopped. They just stopped stopped like a year ago. Well, because I was going to say, who was buying them? But now we know. Me. You and church ladies from my childhood drove Jaguars all the time. But... That was and the I, 90s. I loved it. It was fun to drive. I had a good time. I just wanted something. You know, when you're in LA, you're driving everywhere. Like, I wanted some, I, a good sound system. I just wanted, like, I enjoyed driving this car. But it was a, it was a dumb car. Um, and I was at an Equinox one day. Um, <laughs> Loving this story. And it was a Sunday. And I, I, saw, I checked out, I saw this really hot guy in the steam room. Go figure. Naturally. Um, Shocking. There's not a lot of crews in there, but it was kind of busy in there and whatnot. And um, and he was cute. He was just kind of like a he was just sort of like you know broy looking, but he was he was cute. He was checking me out, and we wa- ended up walking out at the same time uh, together and going into the, the the car garage. Oh, and I realized that since it was a Sunday, all the offices uh, from the other buildings that all the all the uh, the other levels of parking work were. were cleared out you okay. know so nobody was there was all you know levels of just an empty parking lot okay so i can't remember somehow either he was in front of me or i made some kind of signal we were both driving and i was in front of him and instead of leaving i took a right to oh. go up to the next level oh and, uh, and also on time. <laughs> okay. and his car came around to and he Pulled, you know, it pulled to the left of me, and as I was going into the spot, there's no other cars around. As I was going into the spot, somehow my foot just hit the gas, and I crashed into <laughs> the wall. This is, <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I'll say it because no one else is saying it. I'm turned on. I, okay, yes. Me too. I was like, yeah, you crash into that Truly, wall. You greatest, crash into that wall. The greatest foreplay possible. Straight people so, have Tawny so Katane. Em- we have Jake Shears crashing your car. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> is it videotaped anywhere? Do you think it's on a security camera it somewhere? Might be, it can- might be. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, I just sat there and I was like, oh my God, what is going on? And he jumps out of the car and comes running out. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This sucks. This is terrible. <laughs> um, you know, I tried to turn my car on. It wouldn't start yet. <laughs> and he was like, is there anything I can do? <laughs> Why yes? Why yes? There are so many things you can do. I said, get in the car. (laughs) I hope you said it just like that. Hold up. I did. I I just have to say, this would be, we would be in like the writing room for like a porno and like someone would pitch this and then the head writer would be like, that's not realistic. <laughs> Can't he deliver a Slash, pizza I would to your watch car? that porn. I was just I'm like casting that porn in my head. I'm so ready. If Wait, I'm so gonna, he, it's actually going to crash the fucking car. I at least better get a hand job out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's yes. the if that was let's at just, least he got know, in your car. He got in. Yeah, he got in the in the crash car. He's a crash car. <laughs> Did it like what? Did it smell like diffuse? There was smell, like, there was, was yeah, definitely like an acrid s- smell in the air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it yeah. Was, oh yeah. And it, but eventually it turned back on, but I could I totally busted the frame and the car is, you know, ruined. I, I yeah, it was no longer. So wait, you got it. So you he got, got, got in the, a hedge. You got a hedge, and then yeah. and then you guys. You said he said good day. So, yeah, goodbye, and that <laughs> was it. <laughs> did you ever see each other again? No, no, I have did no you, idea who he was. Or did what you was, ever uh, go back to that equinox again? 
Uh, I, I'm sure that I, I did, but I've never seen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've, he's. I don't even remember really. Like, well, if he, you're listening and you had sex with Jake Shears in a crash Jaguar, this is a misconnection. Jake hasn't had sex in four months. Well, until last night. But also, you're the real MVP. That's it. If you had sex with Jake Shears in a crashed Jaguar, you're like the real MVP. Truly, truly. That's extraordinary. (laughs) I'm just, I can't, I cannot get over the fact that it would truly smell like crashed car. Talk about the Fast and the Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You were Tokyo drifting. But it was good. You were... I didn't need that. It was it was actually a good. I could say good, but you know, I got rid of. I mean, I just I just off had to offload it. That that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you did. I'm sure the pun all was over the ruined intended. front of the car. I bet she offloaded. I'm sure. But I'm super turned on by sex in cars. There we go. I mean, That's, we all we all saw your music video for Big Bushy Mustache. Uh, it's uh, just like uh, all sexy cars. Like the, a lot of the porn I watch is I like guys getting like, fucked on cars. cars. In on, I think it's just super hot. Yeah. There we well, go. And you have you seen drink. The Counselor? What's The Counselor? No. no. Charlize Theron fucks a car. No, Cameron Diaz fucks a car. She fucks a car. Yeah. How? Oh, Wait, no. She fucks the car. She fucks the car. You know what? How? I don't want to be polarizing to object she... sexuals because object object sexuality is a real thing. Ridley Scott get... did that. Did she? Did she sit on the gear shift? Like she wh- sat on the hood of the car and her pussy popped <laughs> and popped and popped <laughs> and popped. Maybe pop, pop. maybe the okay. writers of that movie were in the garage at Equinox the same day <laughs> yes. that you were. And now we have the They counselor. spied it and they were like, idea. Uh, Here we yeah. go. Oh, that's, I mean, that's I, you know, because I, you know, uh, grew up in the Midwest, I've had a lot of sex in cars and it probably is not as good as the sex that you had in a Jaguar. But well, my minivan yeah. sufficed. Well, then I had to call my mom well, and I was like, mom, I just, you know, but I could, I did this is the first time I've ever told this story to anybody because I was uh, so like embarrassed about it. So, you called your mom? I did, and I was just like, I just ran my car into a wall. <laughs> Omitting the fact that you And then, did, you, did you tell her why? Like, Oh, no, no what, I haven't told anybody why. I really have like kept that a shameful secret. Well, I, now, it'll stay a secret uh, along with our live audience and then the broadcast of this of podcast post, afterwards. Yeah. Amazing. That is... Give it up for Jake Shears, y'all. All right. Raucous debauchery. You know, I... I've crashed a car into a wall and did not happen for me. <laughs> no you didn't ha- get a hand, no hand job out of it? No. No, no he just no beaches. I'm a bad driver. But I did crash a car into a wall and that did not yeah. happen. So now we know. That's Jake Shears' life. I just like to, like, I think it's just sexy to, like, to cruise people in real life and to meet people in real life and, like, I don't know. Agreed. App sex stresses me the fuck out. It just, it's really stressful. So I like, you know, I like sexy moments, like, you know, they, they catch you mm-hmm. by surprise. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just very casual Agreed. sex in a crash Jaguar. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much, yeah, Jag. No Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> myself, Ira, and Dennis are going to exit the stage. Any and then drink? we're going to do our LGBTQ&A and, and we fill our drinks. Yes. Uh, she has a drink. Okay. Did you give me a drink? Okay, I have some. Oh, this is nice and intimate now. I know it's gotten. Wow, up. sit back, relax. All I have right. some receipts. I want to go over. Yeah. Okay, so like four like years real, ago. Okay, yeah. What? No, no, just <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was just thinking about the la- the Real Housewives reunion that, that that just happened. Does anybody watch Real Housewives in New York? Yeah. Anyway, I'm a massive fan. There were some major receipts given uh, on last Tuesday between Caroline. And Bethany Frankel. It was really good. I, it's not going to be like that, though, I don't think, right? We're um, we going to find out, I guess. Yeah. Um, I stopped watching Real Housewives because it got too dramatic for me. And mm. I was like, oh, God, it's too stressful. And I, so I like OD'd and I quit cold turkey. You did? I did. I, so, I binged so hard. I have them. I just, I, I don't know if this is bad. I call them my little birds. And I just put the, <laughs> I put the, I put the, I'll put it on and just like them, like, chirping and chattering like in as like ambient noise i think that's bad yeah <laughs> <It's> kind of, but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely yeah okay but back I to do, you i love i love real housewives so much i'm sorry anyways <laughs> this is no worries okay back to you so uh four or five ish years ago you said that you would never put out a solo album yeah and here you are 
Yeah. You just released your first one. So what changed? Uh, I just had to get back on stage again. And I, I, I had to figure out a way to do it. And I sort of had this realization that uh, it was sort of the only way. I figured if I, if I made something good, if I made a record and wrote songs that were meaningful to me and that they were good, uh, it wouldn't matter that it was a solo record. Like, as long as it was good, that's all that matters. So I kind of just got over that and sort of... And what was the judgment against doing a solo record? I just always... I like collaborating. I like... Uh, I like, you know, I like, I like having a band. I like working with other people. I always thought it might be too so- lonely doing a solo. It definitely hasn't been lonely. But uh, yeah, I always thought it was kind of like maybe it would feel narcissistic or something. I don't know. D- did writing, you wrote a lot of music for Scissor Sisters? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Baby Daddy and I wrote m- m- everything. Right, so did writing for your own music feel different? Well, I mean, he and I wrote some of the stuff for this. And uh it felt different in the way that I could be. I got to, to say more personal stuff on this record. I didn't have to worry about filtering it through a band, you know, because when you're writing for a band, uh, there's, there's five other people that are all playing these songs and they all have to uh, kind of represent them. And you kind of have to make sure that everybody's uh, feels, you know, that you've got to make sure that those songs go through that filter. Now it's just me singing them. And, uh, they can I can get a little deeper and a little more kind of raw with it. Oh, that's great. I think you also said that there are 50 people playing. There's on, about 50 people playing at, on at this the record. same time. Yeah, well, there's about every song is is 10. I did this record and every song is one live take. There's about 10 people playing the whole song at one time. Uh I got I just got really Music production has just worn me out. I love records from the 70s and the 80s and the 60s. And I feel like everybody's making everything in a laptop and it drives me crazy. And I can, my ears just, my, I, I, you know, my ears can just hear it. And I, I love good production. And I wanted to make something with complex, warm, complicated production, the kind that they don't do anymore. And we recorded it all onto reel-to-reel analog tape. So it's live musicians playing at the same time. Uh, and then we would overdub horns and strings and, and my vocals. But yeah, it was it's all real people playing everything. Oh, gotcha. So that 50 wasn't 50 on each track. It was split up. No, it's like over okay. the whole course of, gotcha. of the thing. But every song is about nine or ten people playing the song. Okay. The, the, I call it it's kind of the boat of the song is, is constructed in one take. Yeah. I mean, the music feels very familiar while also feeling new in a good way. Yeah. I I wanted it to feel familiar, and I wanted it to have a continuation from Scissor Sisters. I, I, I sort of had to accept the fact, you know, I was like, do I reinvent myself? Do I make a dance record? Do I do this or do that? And I was just like, oh, why don't I just write the songs that, that I love writing and, and get these sounds that I love hearing? I love honky-tonk pianos. I love saxophones. You know, why don't I just write what I'm good at and what I want? And uh, once I had that realization... You know, it just sort of became a continuation. To me, it's a kind of a continuation of Scissor Sisters. I mean, it sounds like Scissor Sisters in a lot of ways, and it's just my the style that I that I love writing in. Yeah, and that last album with Scissor Sisters was in 2012, I yeah. believe. Uh, during that time, were you writing music that whole time, or like what were you doing? I had started writing music. I was doing initial stuff for like uh, for the Greatest Showman that never got used. You know, I probably wrote like ten songs for Greatest Showman. Um, in fact, the overture at the beginning of this new album is something that I actually had written for Greatest Showman. I was writing songs. I did a movie score, um, but I just didn't have nothing was gelling. Like I just I, I I didn't know. Yeah, I was there were songs here and there, and I was writing, and I always like to be creating and working, but I just didn't have the idea for it yet. So it's not until with an album for me, it's not until you get that idea, that concept behind it. What it, what is it going to sound like? What is it about? What's it going to look like? Finally, when that comes together in your head is when I, is when I can like actually make the thing. Yeah. And, and has Scissor Sisters stopped making music forever? Or is it like a pause? Like, is, what is the future going to be? I don't know. I really don't want to be... I don't want to do Scissor Sisters, like, at least right now. I mean, I'd love to do three more of these records. I'd love to do another three solo records. And then maybe another Scissor Sisters record. I just stopped being... I didn't... I had so much fun making the last album... 
Uh, but, I, but I mean, at that point, we were like writing with John Legend and Pharrell and there was all these, and Calvin Harris. And like, it was just, it kind of got to, and I love all those songs. And I loved making, it. I had so much fun, but it kind of, I felt like I had, it had kind of drifted into something else. And uh, I didn't particularly, after Let's Have a Kiki came out, which just sort of blew up, you know, it got its, it grew legs and uh, did what it did. I didn't really feel like we had anything left to say. I felt we kind of did it. Sure. And was that kind of the group consensus too? It was, it was definitely, I felt like it was, it was the impetus was me. I just wanted to give everybody their lives back. We'd been going for 10 years, you know, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I felt guilty, you know, I was basically the leader of this band and no one expected to be in a rock band for 10 years, you know, and their entire lives revolving around this entity. And uh, I, I, I had a lot of guilt about that, you know, cause it was just, it was like, it was my dream, but not necessarily everybody else's dream for what they were gonna do with their lives. So I felt like it was time for everybody to go live their lives. Reading your book, you kind of get the sense that Scissor Sisters was created and, and the fact of its existence was sort of by accident. Yeah. And uh, that was surprising to read. Did it feel accidental? We were just having fun. I mean, we were starting, we, we were just playing, we were playing like dumb club shows and, and, and writing like really silly songs. Yeah. Uh, and just making ourselves laugh. And yeah, it was, but then suddenly good songs with meaning started happening by accident. You know, stuff with real kind of substance started happening. So yeah, it was, we were, we were just doing it for fun. And then once that started, suddenly it just became a lot more real. So at what point did it go from, I like making music with my friends to like, holy crap, I, this is a real thing. Uh, I was like off my face on ecstasy in uh, Barcelona. <laughs> and and I'd, so, the, some guy had sold me these pills called white diamonds in the bathroom for like five euros. And I'm telling you, it was the best role I've ever had in my entire life. It, it was so good. And uh, I ended up, it was the first, that, later that night I heard uh, Tiga played one of our songs like at a, in a big kind of arena. It was the first time I'd ever heard my, my music played in that, ever, it was the first time I ever heard my music played. And uh, my, my mind was just blown. And I went, to, I went to the beach by myself to watch the sunrise. And that's when I, that's when I knew it was all, I, just in that moment. I write about it in the book, you know. It was just in that moment that I absolutely knew that this was my path in life. Music was going to be my life. This was going to be the journey for me. How far into the band was that point from like, the start? Very beginning, our first 12-inch. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very beginning. Y'all went pretty big pretty fast it seemed that way on the outside but we did work for it was it was a couple years but it, everything worked you know the doors keep the doors just the kept opening for us you know what i mean you get to one point and it, the door opens the next point the door opens yeah and it's yeah and it, I, I say that the band started by accident it, it, that they had the feeling of that and yet once it was created you guys worked your asses off and that was very apparent yeah we were i mean just d d yeah we worked our tails off and and it's i think just doing this putting records i don't know for me i love working super hard um i just got done with five weeks in the uk and i just finished a tour last week and you know i just did five weeks without without a day just wall to wall every day uh it, it's it's heavy duty it's tough it's like it's like full-on it's athletic when you're touring that much and it's hard work and you're tired does each show still feel special most of them, yeah. Yeah. Well, except when you're playing in Belgium. Sorry. Why is that? <laughs> it's just, I don't know what is up with the Belgian crowd, but they just don't, they just stand there and don't do anything. Any Belgians in the house? Yes. Right that, there. That, do, you, do you know? Does that do you, track? Is that true? Is that, We're I'm, I'm right, right? It's the strangest thing. You can go out and just work and work and work and work and people just kind of, anyways, but, but no, the, and, and, and the shows that I've been, the shows I've been playing in the last like five weeks and that I've just started like playing again have been some of the most special shows of my entire life. Just uh, it, the, getting to get on stage again and the, the years that it's taken to figure out how to get there 
has been just an intense, tough, you know, I've just worked my tail off for it. And that's what I, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to do is I made music in the first place just to be on stage and just to be performing because I'm a performer at heart. So it's been special. To, it's been very liberating again to get on stage. I felt very free and I've been really happy. Yeah. You, when you're performing, you exude a lot of sexuality. Uh, <laughs> you look terrified. Um, I'm wondering if, how does that translate to off stage? Do people just assume that you're like easy, for lack of better words, that you'll sleep with anybody? Um, you know, th- I definitely have a reputation, probably, but it's it's <laughs> it's not necessarily true. I'm a, I'm a I'm a pretty sensitive soul. You oh, really? Know? Yeah. I, I ask because I feel like in the public eye, you have two choices: you can be chaste or a slut, and there's like yeah. nothing in between. So I think like they would group you in the sluts. I've just tried to be. I've tried to be very open about you know, and even in this in this book I wrote, I, I just try to be open about stuff. You know, I still feel like I keep a very private life to a degree. Like I don't let everything out. Um, but it's, I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I feel like it's, I feel like I'm pretty open about, I, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but, uh, you are, but yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as a big, a, as big of a, a slut as people might think that I am, okay. especially now I turn 40, I turn 40 in October and like, I'm slowing down a little bit. Like I seriously, like I, the guys that I, my last boyfriend who I, I, we dated for a month before I spent the night with him, you know, I like. Like I slept really over or at sex, sex like yeah, oh, like really? sex, and uh, I I don't know. To me, it's been a lot more important to have romance and get to know somebody, and uh, that's been sort of what turns me on now. I think that's nice. I think that's a nice place to leave it on to to transfer to the next segment. Uh, so thank you for thank talking. You. Thank you, thank you, thank yes. you. I hope I was eloquent. I'm so what. I hope I was eloquent enough. I'm, I'm like, you're lovely. Thank you. I'm hungover out of my mind. I'm like, sh- oh my I'm God. That's shaky. my goal for so tomorrow. Um, so our next segment is going to be with Ira Madison and Keep It. So Ira, please come to the stage. Um, Ira and Fran and Dennis is back. Ira, get a mic, please. Please. Oh. Thanks. People who aren't gay men. We love you, Ira. Oh, thanks. I love you all too. We love you, Fran. It was me. I said that. that? I said that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, our final segment is called Keep It. Uh, Ira, do you want to describe what what this segment is all about? Well, you know, Keep It is a movement. Um, (laughs) It basically means no thanks, you know? If someone's like, Eminem dropped a new album yesterday. <laughs> Keep it. Oh, <laughs> to use it in a sentence. That was really well done. Yeah, there we go. Um, so, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna go around and yeah, we're gonna t- tell. Uh, we're gonna it's. talk about what our keep it is this week. Uh, Do you want to start? Are you ready? Do you should want, I go first? Or should you? No, you should, no, go, should last. go last. You, you should, should go last. last. Okay, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start because I feel really uh, really hot about this. I have <laughs> recently rewatched all of. Um, critically acclaimed television series, Ugly Betty. <laughs> ah, yes! It's so good. I love it. Ugly Betty is the reason that I'm in the content and publishing, publishing industry. First of all, because it was just like this like beautiful like Latinx little like awkward girl who's like just trying to make it and like someone treats her like shit and I was like, I want to move to New York and be treated like shit. Like that sounds great. <laughs> Um, and you have, and <laughs> I really, I've made it. It's um, happening. But you know, and I have to disclaim that that, that movie has some absolutely irrehensible like transphobia in it, and some like really problematic like jokes directed at trans people. But that aside, it is a wonderful show. Um, and Rebecca Romaine was a lovely trans woman. I know. I, she was also Mystique, wasn't she? Mystique. Yeah. What else did she do? That's I don't divorced. know. That don't whole know. subplot. That whole subplot is like when we, when all of y'all watch Sex in the City and like the episode about like the bi person or like Samantha dating a black guy. You're like la la la. I'm not hearing this. I still love Sex in the City. It's kind of the same thing when I watch Ugly Betty. Um, and so I am keeping it this week to the fact that we were promised an Ugly Betty movie, and we still haven't That's gotten true. it. I feel like were we? Yes, we were promised one. They were like, it's in the works. We're in talks. It's going to happen. Like, 
after right after it canceled, it's like after it was very shockingly and abruptly canceled, they were like, it's okay, we'll have a movie. We got a looking movie. Why didn't we get an ugly Betty movie? We did? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it was really cute. You know I don't like looking slander. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, that's my Friend. keep it this week. That's that my keep it this week. I was like, I didn't. I just didn't know. Like, I don't. I never know. <laughs> um. Dennis. All right. I, I will say. I have to say, I loved Ugly Betty, and I um I saw so much of myself in Justin, and I was like, if only I'd had this in the '90s when I was that age. Um. Okay. Y'all. It is September. And there have been a lot of very anti-pumpkin spice latte memes going around on Instagram. Woo. Keep it. I am sorry. I love a pumpkin spice latte. They're <laughs> spicy. They're pumpkiny. They're warm. They just, they just in their in their gooey deliciousness, they slide down your throat. I'm sorry. I'm a fan. I love a every- pumpkin spice latte. My inner, my inner white girl oh. is like twerking every fall. Is she? Is she? Yeah, she's trying. I feel every. I feel like every. She's trying really hard. Every podcast episode recording I do with you, you reclaim your title as whitest person on the podcast. Right. It's alarming. And it's, yet, it's- we have not seen you in juicy sweatpants. Oh, that's Listen, true. Listen, even I won't go that far. Well, if the I Caucasian Ohio, is really going to jump Jersey. out, <laughs> if the Caucasian's really going to jump out, you got to do it. You got to well, do the juicy. Well, actually, in high school, I really wanted the juicy sweatsuit. Like, I really did. Why don't you just it. get it and go get your pumpkin spice latte and crash take into a an wall in, like an, that meme yes. with the girl Christina crashing into the Starbucks because she wants her pumpkin spice? Did that happen? Well, it's a meme. It was like a meme. Oh. It was one of the memes. Okay. Dennis is like, have you ever heard of a meme? <laughs> There's this, this new thing. Uh, uh, all right. To freedom. To f- um, <laughs> and pumpkin spice lattes. I'm ready. Jake, what's your keep it? I've, my keep it is, uh, it has to do with, with hair on, on the, the, the facial area. And in your, in your ears and nose, in my ears and nose, the thing about being single is I don't have a boyfriend to tell me when hair is just completely coming out of my ears. Oh my God. And I will live my life for a long time and suddenly realize that there are massive hairs either coming out of my ears or my, my nose. You don't have a regular girl who takes care of that at the salon? No, I just forget about it. I just forget about it. So it's like, that, that's one thing. The other thing... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, do, I mean, do you have a mirror? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just have to... The lighting I'm has to be right. It's to hard. Be to, you I, can't see your ear. It's like... It's Jake is too pretty. He can't look at himself no, in the mirror. Just, no, it's I don't know if you've heard of these things called Q-tips. <laughs> yeah, Q-tips don't take hair off hair. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> But you can you can stick things in there and figure out. I'm saying. What? Yeah, I just forget about it, and it's a bummer when I find out I've been running around with just like with tarantulas coming out of my nose. Uh, but the other <laughs> thing is, it have I what I want to say about I want to just have a mustache moment for a second. Yes. What makes people think that they have any business telling you that? That you, that they think that you look like shit with a mustache. Oh. Fuck you! You have oh no fucking business God. telling me your opinion on my fucking mustache or whoever's fucking mustache. It really burns me up. And I was in this lobby. It was like a year ago, and some Someone dude, some you? dude said, "Hey, Freddie Mercury, I fucking lost my yeah. shit. My threshold, like Wait, my blood Pat, boiled." What is this? Not a great compliment. I he's okay. just a great voice. But no, but it was a straight. I just like it was, so, it was a straight so, guy. I was like, it's so rude, Jake. You would rude. look great with the blood of my mother on you. Uh. you know? <laughs> Kill her if I you don't want. know how it's that fine. would happen. How did that, <laughs> I don't? I don't know. I, just, I, just, I don't like straight. I don't like straight guys. I don't like broy straight guys Period. for calling me fucking Freddie Mercury. It's like fuck you. You don't know who I am. And if you did, you wouldn't fucking be telling me figure that. Figure out someone and, else with a mustache. Figure out somebody else with a mustache. It just makes me. It makes me mad when people have unless you're gonna tell me I love your mustache Do you, if you don't have that to say then don't fucking talk to me fair. about it that I, I will as the other person who has a Freddie Mercurial mustache on um, <laughs> I will say I do get a lot of people walking up to me and being like oh my god you, I, 
you look like Freddie Mercury. Like, that's crazy. And I'm like, uh, I really don't. Like, I'm a, I'm a no. fully a different color. And then also, one time, I was like, I, the UPS guy was dropping off a package at my house. And I'll he bet dro- he was. Yeah, well, he rang the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. He rang the doorbell. I go, I, I come to the door. And as I come to the door, he's already walking away. And he turns back and he kind of waves. And then he starts to walk away. And then he turns again and he goes... You look like Prince. And I was like, is that, That's are you better? accusing me? I was just like, but also just like, I don't. I literally don't look you like. You look like Gomez from Adam's family and more people should recognize <laughs> yes. it. Probably also not a compliment, but. Maybe so. I will say I. <laughs> yeah, I, if, if you're going to compliment it, I will take it. But otherwise, I don't need your opinions on my facial hair. I love my mustache. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Are, Are you called daddy more with the mustache? I don't know when it started, but it like I don't know. It started a while ago. People, it's like, yeah, I get called daddy now. Once you turn like, forty, it's no turning back. It's yeah. No turning back. I'm basically, I, I don't know. That's fine. I don't mind. You exude, daddy. you exude cool. a big daddy you do. energy. I do. <laughs> yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Do. Or a little daddy. Yeah, or a little yeah. daddy. Yeah. Time to hire an au pair. Time to hire. Lean in a daddy. But. I will say, as a fan of daddies and a fan of facial hair on all people except me, um, all of you are rocking fabulous mustaches. Thank like you. It, they're just yes, please clap. They're excellent. Yes. They're excellent. You know what? And continue rocking them. I I, I have to skip you, Jeff, because my keep it's about facial hair. Let's hear it. Um, it's about white gays. Oh, listen, well, listen. that's a whole other show. Stop. Asking us whether you should shave your beard on Instagram. <laughs> I've had enough. Everyone's with a beard is always on Instagram story. Like, should I shave this? I don't know. It's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> don't ask me. And I'm like, I wonder what they did before Instagram. Like, did True. they walk around and their friends like, oh, you know, like, I think I should shave this. Like, we were talking about something else, Marty. <laughs> I don't know, Marty. What? But try, <laughs> what a, trying to protect the innocent. One of my least favorite things is when, like, I I make the mistake of like thirst following a white gay, and then I'm here for the thirst. Okay, I've opted into this, and then they start posting their poetry, oh. and I'm like, this they, is not what I subscribe to. Or they so, post their like boyfriend. I thought that your boyfriend was dead. Lost at sea. <laughs> That's the whole point. Let me have the fantasy. You. If you have a boyfriend, just get a joint account. <laughs> so I don't have to follow it. Oh, my God. Anyway. I'm here for it. Yeah. The secret boyfriend popping up. I was like, where are the photos of you? <laughs> I don't know. I have questions. No, man. I have questions as well. Anyway, I'm sorry, Jeff. No worries. <laughs> okay, my keep it is for... Polyamory and open relationships. Hear me out. It is Whoa. not. It is not. I, I, oh my god! Hear me wow. out. The it attacks. is not the concept. It's the fact that you people who are in relationships are going after eligible young bachelors, and they're not dating me because they're dating you, who's in a relationship. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Fair. So fair. Until I get a boyfriend, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is fair. That is so fair. But couldn't they still date you? I'm seconding this. I'm no. seconding this. You Thank only you. get one. Right. You only until not, I get one. I will it's not have it. An eye for an eye, bitches. You're I not, don't believe in rules. Uh, Fair. These gays think they're Joey Potter. They want to fuck Dawson and Pacey. <laughs> Why? And I've had not? enough. Pick one. Uh, Why? Huh? Why? Pick one until you know I like pick find one my for own. one night. But even that's not a rule. Oh my god. There. Oh my God! We had an a, like one person. Clap. Where was the lot? One person clap. Well, hello. But, let's celebrate that. Um, <laughs> thank you all. That's that's, that's everyone. It. That's yeah. the show. So, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining Big Queer Podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And that's our show. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to the podcast. 
we have new interviews with the most interesting and influential members of the LGBTQ community every week. And when you subscribe, rank us five stars, leave a comment, it is the biggest way you can help our show grow. Thank you for that. You can also sign up for our newsletter at lgbtqpodcast.com. It's a great way to stay up to date on all of our new episodes, all of our live shows like the Big Career Podfest. That's lgbtqpodcast.com. We are broadcasting from the Advocate Magazine studio in Los Angeles. The Advocate is the longest running LGBT news magazine in the country. They were founded in 1967. Special thank you to our other partners at Panoply, our old home after Buzz TV, Jason McMurdy, and everyone for listening. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and I'll see you next week.